good afternoon. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. It is good that you have joined me this moment. And I know it is in anticipation to hear and listen to the word of God. And of course, beyond listening and hearing, it is to learn, to take, to absorb, and to see how this can benefit your life going forward in 2023. Praise be to God. Jesus Christ is Lord. And you are unique and you are special. So to all of you listening, to all of you hearing my voice, I want you to know that you are unique. You are special. You are God's beloved. You are important before God. You are created in the likeness and in the image of the Father. You carry the makeup, the DNA of God. You have the spirit of God in you. For according to the scriptures, God had to breathe his own spirit into you. So that makes you unique. No one should ever tell you otherwise. You should understand that you are indeed special. This is why Peter said you are peculiar, a chosen generation called out of darkness into his marvelous light. This is why a certain place someone had to ask and say, but who is man that you are mindful of him? We know he was created a little lower than the angels, but you have crowned him with the glory and the honor. And Christ had to say that you are the joint heirs with Christ Jesus. So you are unique, you are special, and no one should ever tell you anything different to that. Um, walk it, speak it, believe it, live it, that you are special. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you this moment and we give you praise, my God. We honor you, O Creator, King of glory. Yahweh, El Shaddai, Jehovah, Elohim, um, I am whatever you are known as to people. This moment, O oh Lord, we exalt you and we lift your name above any other name that we may know. And the Lord, it is indeed written that every knee shall bow at the mention of the name of Jesus Christ in heaven, on earth, and beneath the earth. And we also know that at the mention of this very name of Jesus, knees, tongues will confess as the knees are bowing. And so we say, thank you, O King of glory. You are known as the Prince of Peace. You are known as the Lion of Judah. Ha, we thank you, O Master, O Messiah. You who defiled death by being brought to life by the Holy Spirit after three days. And we thank you for indeed the keys of success are in your hands. The keys of prosperity are in your hands. The keys of health are in your hands. The keys of a positive life are in your hands. The keys of um, happiness are in your hands. The keys of victory are in your hands. The keys of celebration are in your hands. The keys of wisdom are in your hands. The keys of knowledge are in your hands. And we say thank you, O Lord. And to you, Holy Spirit, our helper, we say thank you. For Christ spoke a promise. And he said, I am leaving, returning to the Father to prepare a place for you. And I want you to know that I will not leave you orphans, but I will pray to the Father that he may give you another comforter, a helper. 
and the soul holy spirit we appreciate you this moment that you are with us this moment my god we say thank you as we are about to get straight into the message we pray that help us in this in jesus name we pray amen praise be to god hallelujah beautiful so here i am and i've got a word indeed that i sought after god and he has delivered as he always does and um, i was having a conversation with him and i was saying lord you know i am prepared i am ready for the word and this was before the message was given i said to him listen i am ready you know i'm always prepared and i'm just waiting for you to speak and indeed he began to communicate and so what i am bringing to you now is not the word of pastor tadala it is the word of god so i want you to take it with that in mind that it is the word of god that is being spoken to me praise be to god um i want us to begin like this all right i want to say some stuff here i, I was having a conversation with noma temba um who is my um my she's my wife's uh, niece so we're having a conversation in the week and she said the following she said growing up is a scam and people like you fool us in making it seem like it's easy and yet it's not and then she said you tackle life in a chilled way and we just see the calmness and not the work that you put into it this touched my heart it touched my spirit when i heard these words and my response was it's honestly the grace of god life is not always smooth and understanding this makes it a whole lot easier these are the words that were spoken to me by a 20 year old and as i was seeking the face of god he then communicated a message do not worry and when he started to communicate do not worry in the scriptures that's when i was taken back to this conversation that i had sometime in the week and i want you to understand that the way my life works and the way your life should work god connects the pieces your life is a puzzle your family is a puzzle your ministry is a puzzle your children are a puzzle your destiny is a puzzle everything about you is a puzzle and the pieces are everywhere it takes god to put them into place so if you cannot have a relationship with god it will be difficult and almost impossible for the pieces to fall into place you need to make sure that you are working with christ so that the pieces of the puzzle to your life are falling into place you cannot afford to have the pieces that are meant to be in a certain place in a wrong place then you are going to have a disastrous life so again hear me everything about your life is a puzzle there are many pieces to it and these pieces have not yet been put together it takes god step by step to be putting them into place so you may arrive at your destiny praise the lord so today i want to speak to you on a message do not worry let me take you back in time the first message that i spoke of the year 2023 
I spoke about layers. I was saying that life is made up of layers. There are different layers to life. I was saying 2023 has 12 layers as a year. And these 12 layers are the 12 months in the year. And that each layer, each month has got its own issues, its own stuff, its own challenges. So today, when I am saying do not worry, I want you to understand that the month of April is going to come with different things. Some that you are anticipating, some that you are not anticipating, some that you maybe are aware of, some that you will be unaware of, some that will not be a surprise, and others that will catch you off guard. Regardless or irrespective of what you are going to face in, in, in April 2023, I want you not to worry. That's a message I've been given. So let's first look at the book of 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 to 7. Let's open our Bibles from the book of 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 and 7. Do not worry. If you are single, do not worry. If you are having challenges in your relationship, do not worry. If your finances don't seem as good, do not worry. If you are not sure whether you are going to survive your employment this month or this year, do not worry. If you are lonely, do not worry. If your business does not seem to work out, do not worry. If you are a minister of the gospel and it appears like nobody is following you, do not worry. If your own siblings in your family, you are fighting, you are arguing and there is no peace, do not worry. If in your neighborhood nobody wants to be close to you, do not worry. If everything you are trying or you are attempting to achieve does not seem to work, do not worry. If you have been struggling to pray and you are then beginning to condemn yourself to say, maybe I am a sinner, do not worry. If all you seem to hear about you is negative, do not worry. If your own body is speaking stuff to you about sickness, about death, about negativity, do not worry. If the only voice that you seem to hear is to say you are going to fail, do not worry. Because I have a message from God for you that is going to help you to make it. Now, 1 Peter, let's go into chapter 5, verse number 6. The Bible reads, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Father, thank you for the reading of the scripture. I know we are going to read more. I just want to exhort and thank you, my Father, because your word is calm. Your word is a peace. Your word is a celebration. Your word is an antidote. Your word is a medication. Your word is a cure. And I thank you for this word of life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Listen. We are looking at 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6 and 7, where we are talking about do not worry. And here the disciple is saying, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. 
that the exaltation of God, the lifting of God, the uplifting of God, the transformation in your life from God, the change in your life from God, the word of God says it is in due time. It may be that the layer that God has prepared for you to be exalted, for you to be lifted, for you to be transformed is April. It may be that the month for your change, the month for your celebration, the month for your answer, the month for your victory, the month for your solution is April. It may be that the month where you are going to receive the answer you have been looking for is April. It may be that the month that you have been waiting to hear the voice of God is April. It may be that the month that you have been waiting for you to be promoted in your workplace is April. It may be the month you have been waiting for to have peace, to have joy, to have love, to have favor in your life is April. It may be that the month that you have been waiting for, for your children to be changed, for your life to be transformed is April. And then verse number seven, the apostle says, casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. Now, I was meditating or thinking about the word care. And this word care has um, a, a, lot of, um, a lot of meanings behind it. Hallelujah. Because here the apostle is saying, casting all your self-keeping to God. Meaning everything about your life, you are casting it unto Jesus. Everything about your family, you are casting it unto Jesus. Everything about your future, you are casting it unto Jesus. All of your plans, you are casting them unto Jesus. Every dream, every goal that you have, you are casting it unto Jesus. Everything that you are looking to achieve, you are casting it unto Jesus. You are saying, Father, my focus is on you. You are saying, Father, my target is on you. You are saying, Father, my vision is on you. You are saying, Father, my hope is in you. Hallelujah. So irrespective of the storm that you are finding yourself in, you are trusting Jesus. You are saying, Lord, I'm going to cast my burdens unto you because you care. As you are putting your plans together, you are saying, Lord, these plans may seem impossible, but I cast them unto you. Your vision, you are saying, Lord, this vision may seem too difficult. It may seem a daunting task to me, but I am casting it unto you because the Bible is telling me that you care. If I am having troubles with my husband, my partner, I am casting all these unto you because you care. Every failure that I may have experienced from the start of the year, I am casting them unto you because you care. Hallelujah. Do not worry. Your control. You are saying, Lord, I realize I have been trying to be in control of my life and it has not worked. From today, I am going to cast all the control of my life to you because you care. Your guardianship, you are saying, Lord, I have been trying to guard my life. I have been trying to guard my relationship. I have been trying to guard my employment. I have been trying to guard my business. I have been trying to guard my faith. I have been trying to guard my heart. I have been trying to guard my patience. But in my own doing, I have been failing. So today, I am going to cast this unto you, Jesus, because you care. Do not worry. 
Hallelujah. Now, how do you live a life without worrying? Praise the Lord. How do you live a life of not worrying? And I want you to keep or pay attention to what I introduced at the beginning, the conversation that I was having with Nomatemba. That's an important and I believe God-inspired conversation. Because, let me remind you, she said, when they are looking at my life, or when she looks at my life, when she looks at our life, when she looks at the way I live, the way I speak, the way I carry myself, on the surface, it all appears calm. On the surface, there appears to be no storm. When she looks at the appearance, the face, there's always a smile. When she listens to the conversations or the words, it is always encouraging. But she acknowledged to say, but I understand that there has to be work behind it. Now, for you to live a life of not worrying, it cannot be you on your own. You cannot do it. It cannot be me on my own. I cannot achieve it. It takes a higher power, a higher authority that is greater than you and I. It takes a greater ability, a greater strength that is above you and I. It takes the Messiah, the Master, the Lord and the Savior, Christ himself, to be on our side. It takes the Holy Spirit to take responsibility and control and be in charge. It takes you and I to realize that our life is not of our own, but we owe it to the Father, and so we let him to take charge. And that's why we are saying, uh, casting all our cares to him, casting all our burdens to him, casting all our troubles to him, letting him be the one that will put together the pieces of the puzzle in our life. So let's go to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6, we are going to read verses 25 to 34. Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 34. Um, in the past month, on two occasions, yeah, I've had two colleagues of mine walk up to me and greet me, and my response is, I am happy, thank you. And they look at me with a surprise and say, that's an unusual answer. That's a, a, an answer that is not common. Because people are used to a response that says, I am just okay. People are used to a response that says, so, so. People are used to a response that says, I am fine, but. People are used to a response that says there are just too many challenges, too many issues, so I'm getting by. And when you meet someone that gives you a response that says, I am happy, and it ends there, people are surprised. It shocks the natural system to say, how can someone be happy in this day and age? And they further said, but you are always smiling. You know, how is it that you are always happy? I say, that's my life. Hallelujah. So for you to understand that do not worry is possible. If you may, you can even look at me because God has used me or is using me for a purpose. 
If you are looking for a reference point, God raises references for a purpose. Now, look at verse number 25. The Bible reads, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about life. Now, these are the words of Jesus Christ speaking to his disciples. So he says, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not your life more than food and the body than clothing? 26. Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. And you are you not of more value than they? Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Now if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Verse 31. Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? Verse 32. For after all these things, the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. Verse 33. But seek you first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. Verse 34. The last verse. Therefore, do not worry about your life. For tomorrow we worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Praise the Lord. I was praying. And as I was praying, I was having a conversation with my father, with God. And I was reminded to say, each month has its own issues. Each day has its own issues. Each hour has its own issues. And if you are going to add to that by beginning to worry, you are going to worry yourself unnecessarily. Because you do not even have the power to change anything if it is not for God. You can have faith to move a mountain, as Jesus had said, but it takes the grace of God for these things to happen. You can have the confidence, all the confidence in the world, but it takes the grace of God for things to go your way. You can pray a lot and study the word of God a lot. You can be found in the presence of God a lot, but it takes the grace of God for things to happen. You can be a humble person, a polite person, a kind person, a loving person, but it takes the grace of God for things to go well in your life. You can be a person who helps others, a person who is always there for others, but it takes the grace of God for things to go well in your life. Hallelujah. So here Jesus Christ is saying that if you are going to be worried about your health, can you change your health? If you are going to worry about how much money is left in your bank account, can you add that on your own? If you're going to worry about how your relationship is going, can you change it yourself? 
If you're going to worry about your children, just worrying, worrying about them, can you change their destiny? Do you have the power or the authority to change their life? If you're going to worry about your place of work, your job, can you change things at your workplace? If you're going to worry about your career that I am not growing at the pace I would want, do you have the power to change it? If you're going to worry about how people see you, how people speak about you, how people relate with you, can you change that on your own? I have learned this at an early age. And I remember I have said it here before that um, I am one person that if you're going to hear me worry, it is going to be surprising because that's not my nature. I am one of those that you can have an earthquake going on, but you still see me smiling and you wonder how is that possible? You can have a storm and you still see me step out and I'm still celebrating and you wonder how is that possible? The simple answer is I have learned that worrying does not change anything in my life. Worrying does not change anything in my family. Worrying will not cause things to improve over my life. Instead, what worrying will do, it will make things worse for me because I am going to be troubled in my heart. My sleep is going to be disturbed. My well-being is going to be disturbed. My mood is going to be disturbed. My behavior is going to be disturbed. My attitude is going to be disturbed. My personality is going to be disturbed. I am going to become a bitter person because I am getting a lot of worry. I am going to be a person that is going to uh, respond negatively because I am worried. I am going to be a person that cannot encourage other people because I am worried. I cannot give a response that will add value to anyone because I am worried. I cannot bring any positivity in any situation because I am worried. But once my attitude, my frame of mind changes, once the way I see life changes, then it causes me to be in a positive frame of mind. And that in itself is everything you need. Your faith is attached to how you see things. Your faith is attached to how you hear things. Your faith is attached to how you um, 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 react to things. You cannot separate it. You cannot say you have got faith and yet you are carrying a lot of worry in you. It's not possible. Hallelujah. You can only stand as a man, as a woman, as a girl, as a boy of faith once you shake off the worry. Remember the message I spoke before about shaking it off? Once you shake off the concern, once you shake off the worry, once you shake off these troubles, then you can stand as a person who is able to move with faith. We spoke about a bridge. For you to be able to understand that Christ is a bridge and you trust him, hallelujah, you need to shake off and remove the worry. So do not worry. You are saying, how is it possible, pastor? Well, Jesus has just said it in Matthew chapter 6. That even if you are going to worry about your height, that, oh, I am too short, can you make yourself tall? If you are just going to worry and say, no, my weight, I'm, I am too heavy, you know, I, I am weighing a lot of kilograms. Is worrying alone going to change your weight? 
You have to change your attitude. You begin to work on it. You change your diet. You begin to exercise. And then your weight can improve because you are not worrying about it. If you're going to worry and say, no, I am just not performing. And then all you're doing is worrying. Worrying will not cause you to perform better in your academics or in your place of employment. It is when you take away the worry and say, I'm now going to work hard. I am not, I am now going to push. I am now going to apply effort. I am now going to change my mindset, my mentality, my approach will change. That's when things will begin to work for you. Hallelujah. So you can sit there and worry all you want and we are going to feel sorry for you. You can sit there and worry and we are going to have pity on you. You can sit there and worry and we are going to say, oh, shame, oh, shame, oh, shame. But that will not change anything. You must stand as a woman and say enough with the worrying. Hallelujah. I may not be the most popular girl or woman, but I am going to change the way that I see things. Hallelujah. I am going to change the way I speak. When people approach you, when people say, hello, how are you? Stop saying so, so, but begin to stand and say, I am very good. Hallelujah. I am trusting Jesus. Begin to speak and say, I am happy. My family is happy. My child is happy. My children are happy. I have got a happy home. I have got peace in my home. I have got a stable job. I have got a good um, um, a bank account. I have got good health. My spiritual life is good. Hallelujah. So you are beginning to speak like a person of faith. Praise the Lord. Remember the Bible says faith is a substance of things hoped for. You are hoping to get better. Begin to speak it. You are hoping to become uh, wealthier. Begin to speak it. You are hoping to become healthier. Begin to speak it. You are hoping to get, you know, uh, uh, employed or to become, uh, to, to get increase. Uh, begin to speak it. Begin to speak it. And the more you do that, is the more you provoke your faith. You activate your faith on the inside by the way you speak. You activate your faith on the inside by the way you think. You activate your faith on the inside by the way you carry yourself. Hallelujah. Your faith will have no choice but to respond. That even if I was quiet, but the way this woman is speaking, the way this man is speaking, the way this woman is behaving, the way this couple is carrying themselves, I as a faith need to do something. This is why Jesus on many occasions spoke to people and said, your faith has made you whole. Your faith has caused you to see. Your faith has caused you to walk. Your faith has brought back your child to life. Your faith has changed the situation. Why? Because the faith is then activated on the inside based on what has happened on the surface. Praise the Lord. Never make a mistake. What is going on on the surface contributes towards your faith. That's why it's important the way you are going to speak, the way you are going to move, the way you are going to carry yourself, the way you are going to behave, the way you are going to see things, the way you are going to assess things, the way you are going to respond. All of it together contributes towards your faith. Praise the Lord. Let me pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I thank you because of the time that you gave me with your people. My Lord, even if it was only one person, my God, with me listening to this, I would be satisfied. Because I, I would know that you spoke to me specifically for this one individual. 
So right now, my Lord, because of your daughters whom I have seen here with me, my God, listening and interacting, my Father, as the word is being spoken, I pray that, Lord God, may you take away worry from their vocabulary. May you take away worry from their mind. May you take away worry from their character. Replace it with a positive mind. Replace it with the positive words. Replace it with the positive personality. I pray for each of them that whatever my father has caused them to worry, O oh Lord, I as your servant declare that it is no longer a part of their life in the name of Jesus. Because they have listened and heard this message as your servant, I announce that worry, my Lord, is not a part of their life in the name of Jesus. I rebuke and I bind any spirit of worrying, any concern that may have troubled them, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray for their children. I pray for their families. I pray for their jobs. I pray for their destinies. I pray for their ideas. I pray for their future. Everything they touch everything they do, everything they plan, my God, they will succeed. I speak victory in the month of April. I speak celebration in the month of April. In the name of Jesus, may they testify that God has been on our side in this month of April. My Lord, I honor you that every other person that will listen to this message, every other person that will hear this teaching, Every other person that will take this preaching, I pray for them also that, Father, may you bless them in the mighty name of Jesus. You are God who knows how to lift. You are God who knows how to restore. You are God who knows how to repair. You are God who knows how to uplift. You are God who knows how to transform. You are God who knows how to elevate. You are God who knows how to heal. You are God who knows how to anoint. I pray that, Father, may you do it for them in the mighty name of Jesus. From today, let their response be positive without worry. Father, I say thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. That's the message I had to teach. And um, <laughs> um, I am happy to see my... Um, um, I'm happy to see that my wife was here supporting me. Thank you. I'm happy to see my sister. Uh, thank you. And I'm happy to see you, Edna, also. Thank you um, that you are here and supporting. You must know that your support means so much because it gives me courage that indeed I continue to seek the face of God so I may bring the word to you and to many others. So continue doing this, not only to me, but even with other servants of God whom you follow. Um, support them, encourage them, and let them know that what they are doing has value in the lives of people. With that, I come to the end, and I pray that the month of April, let it be a productive month. Let it be a month of solution. Let it be a month of answers. Let it be a month of breakthrough. Let it be a month of favor. Enjoy, and God lift you. Shalom.